Okay, we're recording, and I got a little back up here. I'm gonna click as well. And could you send that to my frosty lady that you sent the link to? And that way I'll get it here. Okay, yeah. Frosty lady, okay. <laughs> Robin, uh, I don't know if you'd like to say anything on Robin before Athena comes. Sure, I can, I can just give them a little background about myself. Um, I'm 62 years old. Uh, some people like to know that. I'm quite old to have probably something like this happen. I, a lot of people, it seems like it happens in, earlier in life, but for me, uh, it just occurred actually in February. Um, I did have some background in channeling. I understood it. I had a friend actually that I met in my early 40s who was a channeler. She actually lives in Illinois near one of, uh, one of you there that said you were from Illinois. And um, so I had a lot of sessions with her. I had awareness of it. So it wasn't something that was foreign to me. So I understood it. And I had uh, a really a passion for learning more about life. Uh, I did a lot of reading of, of hundreds of spiritual books. Um, tried a lot of different things. I had a, a stint of time where I did some Scientology. I did uh, sauna purifications. I did a lot of uh, some silent retreats, all kinds of things. And it probably sounds like I'm... Uh, maybe a woohoo kind of person, but I'm really not. And I don't really know what led me to do that. But now looking back on it, I feel like as though this is a path that just uh, it takes you there. It is not, you think you're chasing it, but it's really chasing you. That's what I've come to realize about it. So I've kind of just surrendered to things. And when I get an urge that I should try something or do something, I just go ahead and do it. And then that's kind of where I ended up where I am now. And I would say probably uh, in early January, I was on a a platform called Clubhouse and there was a gentleman on there that was talking about breath work and what profound effects he had gotten from it. And I had done breath work once, but I found it to be really difficult. It was that hard, rapid breathing. I didn't like it. I thought I'm never doing this again after I got done with it. But this particular person that I found on the internet did a different uh, type of breath work and it was very relaxing and um, smooth and it was almost better than meditation because you were thinking about the breathing so you weren't thinking so it helped with that um, way and I started to do it uh, it was just a 10 minute meditation and very quickly I would say even the first session that I had I started having these really profound things happen um, there was lots of tears and eye leaking coming out the whole time and I didn't feel emotional it was just my eyes just leaked water like crazy and I'd be lying down and then lots of facial contortions which felt like somebody was doing them to me I wasn't doing them uh, lots of outpouring of emotions that I had no idea what they were about or why I was having them and so it really intrigued me and I just kept with it every day I did the 10 minutes in the morning um, I just put this thing on with my headset and lay down and, and go through it and each day it progressed and then the bodily movements got more after a while it, it would just sit me up and then finally it got to the point where the breath drew in and I realized that something else was happening you know during this whole process I didn't really understand it and then I had a lot of spontaneous uh, mudras or hand movements that are really intricate and they look so fluid and otherworldly and I don't know how to do those so all those types of things started to happen I kept trying to get my husband to come in and I said I would video it and actually show it to him and he'd say that's really strange and it did keep catch his attention but he didn't really understand it either um, so then I would say probably about the third weekend I had told my son about it who lived in Fort Lauderdale at the time and it was the full, first full moon of the age of Aquarius actually when this happened and we were sitting out on a deck uh, looking at the full moon and I, this thing started happening that does to me. And after I had spoke to him about it, he said, well, he noticed it. And he said, why don't you come out and speak? And they did. That is the first time they spoke. And in the beginning, it was uh, really a strain. It was hard on my voice box. I sweated a lot. It was not comfortable at all. It wasn't fluid. And I wondered how I would ever do this comfortably, you know. And it was scary because I felt like my whole life had been uh, disrupted. In the beginning, they were talking all day long uh, to my kids, to my husband. I, I felt like I couldn't get my laundry done or live a normal life. So there was a little bit of angst and panic that kind of set in when it first started. And even though I had familiarity, I couldn't help but go uh, to the place of wondering, what if this happened to somebody who never knew what it was or had any idea what it was? And even that didn't really make it easy for me. So I would say uh, the first month was really rough. And I didn't tell anyone, none of my friends or my family, just my uh, outside family, just my two kids and my husband. 
And then you worry about people thinking, is she nuts? And then you think, am I nuts? Am I making this up? Is this possible? Am I crazy? So you go through a lot of emotions. So I wanted to just give you that background. And so it's only been uh, since February. So I think that's five or six months. And you'll see when we get into it that it's really evolved quite a bit since then. I think it's going to continue. Um, There's always a little bit of angst. I haven't done a lot of group sessions. And I... Pretty much they don't give me anything. Uh, When they come in, my consciousness moves out. I can hear it. I'm aware of what's going on. But if I would start to have a judgment or think I wanted to have some input in the transmission, it would immediately stop. And that's their way of keeping it pure. It's their uh, doing it. It's not me. It's no part of me. And um, I look quite different. My face looks changed. And uh, Peter has assisted me in uh, being able to open my eyes most of the time. I'm told that's... uh, a feat to accomplish. I know uh, my friend who is a channeler now for over 25 years said it took her five years to open her eyes. So I feel pretty good about doing it part of the time anyway. So that's just give you a little bit of background um, about me. And uh, I will let them come in and explain what it is that they like to do um, and the types of things they like to move with on people. And then um, it would be up to you to decide if that's uh, the road you want to go down or not. Well, thank you for that. And uh, I would say, Athena, just come on in anytime. Huh. Uh, we are here, Peter. As you know, it doesn't take us long uh, to get into Robin. Yes? Uh, she is a conscious channeler. We want you to know that right up front. And what she told you is exactly true. Uh, when we come in, uh, she moves out. She goes off into the distance. She can kind of hear in a dream state what it is we are talking about, you see. Uh, but she has no input on the transmission at all. Uh, we woke her up a lot last night. Uh, she was tossing and turning, uh, worrying a little bit. Uh, she likes to know what it is that we are going to talk about, and we tell her not to worry about it. Uh, we will be the ones that are doing the transmission. It is not her, yes? Uh, from time to time, uh, some of the things that we are going to be talking about will filter through or leak in uh, to her consciousness a little bit. Uh, so she'll have some awareness of what it is that we might be uh, moving with people about, you see. Uh, we have done a number of sessions, we would tell you, private sessions. It is our speciality. It is what we like to do. Uh, and why have we come? Uh, what is it we like to talk about with humans? Let us tell you. Ha. When you leave this meeting, you're going to be uplifted by it. Let me tell you why. Uh, This one, Robin, yes, uh, she had an awakening uh, in her 40s. It's called the Kundalini Awakening. If you've not heard of it, we would tell you to look it up. It is a profound time in a human's life, yes? Uh, It doesn't occur uh, very often. Uh, There are many monks that will meditate their entire lives for this experience, and Robin had it occur in a period of a month or two. Uh, She has a strong will or intent, yes? Uh, It is what activated this energy in her. It's what makes her a little bit difference from some of the other channelers that perhaps you would move with, you see. This energy has a permeating or an addicting feel to it, you see. It has the ability to lift a human, uh, to move them, and this is why we have come, and it is why we have chosen Robin as our vehicle, you see. Uh, This ability uh, that she has, yes, with this energy that is moving through her, uh, activates people. It helps them become self-actualized. And what does that mean? It means that you figure out Uh, in your lifetime, finally, what you are, that you are not just a human, that you are a god, that you have the ability to manifest anything that you are wanting, yes? And how do you do it? Becoming self-actualized means you actually realize what you are. You stop thinking you are human. You stop thinking that you are bad. You stop worrying about the things that you do wrong, and you start realizing that all you need to do is live your life and then get happy. Let go of the experiences, even if they are ones that you are not liking or deeming that they are negative, you see? Because in the getting rid of that negative emotion, you can align to this God self, to this high part of yourself, you see? And that is why we have come. We want you to get the life that you came here to have. We want you to manifest. We want you to experience being human uh, as a God, you see? That's why we're here. We like to move with humans that are stuck, Uh, Some people are like they're in a wash machine, we would tell you. They go round and round and round with the same experiences. They keep marrying the same kind of people. Uh, They keep getting the same kind of bosses. They find themselves in friendships that suck, that they want to get out of, and they don't know why they have come, you see. Uh, We're very good. We say we take a sniff around in there, and we find out just exactly what it is that is holding you up. And then we get you out of it, you see. And then you can start to move on and you can leave it behind and stop re-experiencing what you're creating over and over again by this thing that is stuck in your energy field once and for all. 
Well, thank you, Tadassina, and uh, welcome. Uh, Sherry Bennett has to leave for a meeting, and uh, I think she can hang around for about the next five minutes. Are you there, Sherry? Yeah. Go ahead and ask a question if you like, Sherry. You're muted. I am so honored to be here and very, very highly interested in this, this subject. Uh, and I'm wondering if you could, uh, you know, shine some light on the, the trauma that's going on in the, the planet right now, huh. like this pandemic. The pandemic has fueled domestic violence and racism and, and, and the opioid crisis is off the Richter scale. I'd like to know, like, how do we have compassion and how do we gain the knowledge to bring everybody uh, back together again? Uh, it's dividing us uh, across the planet. Uh. We have had this uh, conversation with many, uh, and it is a difficult one for a human to grasp. Uh, we are going to have it with you, you see. Uh, one of the reasons there is contrast upon your planet, you see, it is what spurs manifestation. It is actually what causes uh, one to be able to manifest. And we know that you are thinking, well, why couldn't it all be good? Why do we have to experience this negativity or what you deem as being bad, you see? But what we would tell you uh, in the high vibratory level of all that is, of where we are, you see, everything that is manifesting is of the highest part of you, you see. As these negativities occur, as you have deemed them, there is a huge amount of energy that is received by all that is. And what is really spurned by this, what do you have in you right now? I can feel it as you say it. The energy behind wanting something better wanting this to be risen, wanting the planet to be unified and better. This is what you are calling for. And do you think that all that is cannot feel it just because you feel it as being negative? There's not a single experience that you are having on your earth plane that we would ever call negative because every single experience that is occurring is causing the whole to expand to that high, better, expanded desire that you are having because of what you are deeming as negative. We are not sure whether your consciousness can allow this concept in or not, but this is the biggest part of actualization, really, that we could ever give you. We had this conversation with Robin's son, you see. He is an investor, and it is like a bullwhip sometime in these markets that he is in. And he thinks he does everything right, and then all of a sudden he gets whipped. He loses some money, and his mood goes down, he gets upset with himself, he wonders what it is, he has done wrong, he has been positive, he has done everything right. And we told him the consciousness that you are in, this uh, 3D reality, this earth plane that you are on, this is never going away. It is how you manifest, you see. And in the bullwhip, in the sting, in the emotion that he felt, his desire for more grew, you see. He wanted more than what he had. And this is how he will get it, you see. That charge, that desire, that bang of that emotion that one releases, whether it be in negativity or positivity, is what causes a manifestation to be launched or had, you see. And now you, in your non-physical, because there is another side of you up here where we are, yes, in all that is, what you call your God place, your source. Uh, we don't care what you want to call it, yes? You become it. And then in your earthly body, you need to align to it. Now you got to let go of the negativity. Now you got to let go of that feeling that you had that everything is bad, everything is wrong, nothing's going well. Now you have to get into the love state. Now you have to love yourself for having that experience that is going to create something better and align to that feeling of love, align to that feeling of the creator that you are, align to knowing this is actualization. I did it. I launched a desire in not wanting that. And I felt the sting of it. And I created this ball of energy that I have released into the universe, you see. And now you want it. Now you want to experience this better earth, this better marriage, this better job, this better health. 
How do you do it? You have to align to it. You have to let go of the earthly experience that you had. You have to not attach to it. Know that it was just energy. That's all it was. And that was your job as a human. Not to be perfect, to be an experiencer. Now you've released it. And now as the God that you are, get into the love state. Get into the expectant state. Get into the gratitude. Get into the appreciation. And wait for all the good stuff that you created that's already here, we would tell you, to come into your earthly form. Thank you. I think Sherry is gone, but she'll get the recording. Elaine, are you ready with a question? Uh, sure. Let's uh, continue. Uh, let's continue Sherry's line of thought. Uh, why did humanity or we? Why did we choose the pandemic? And what? benefits are we reaping uh, from this experience? Hmm. Uh, we are in what we would call you the age of Aquarius. Many of you have heard of it. And in this desire, I'll prawn your earth plane, is for unity. It is what all humans in the core really want. They want this separation, this uh, hate, this judgment of others, races, uh, uh, sexualities, all of it to stop, you see. And the pandemic, we would tell you, has been a great vehicle uh, for unity in its division, you see. We just explained to you why that is. Every time there is a contrast, every time there is a desire for something better because of something that is occurring, this is a good thing, you see. We can see COVID as a uh, magnificent vehicle for unity. What better way for people to desire something better, you see? I don't like this yelling about mass. I don't like this condemning those that are not vaccinated. I'm going to argue. I'm going to push my way. I'm going to do this and that, you see? Think of the, of the ball of energy that is being released. And as I told you, every bit of energy that is coming from you is expansive. It is not negative as you are deeming it. It is the desire behind it is always to be better. That is why a human has these uh, emotions, you see. It is what is at the core of it. It is what causes manifestation. Without these contrasts, it is flatlined, you see cannot occur. It seems though that the contrast of the evil geniuses, as it were, and maybe I don't mean to be negative by calling them evil, <laughs> but the, uh, the people who are the health people who are trying to, um, or that are rumored to trying to be kill the masses, kill the herd. Hmm. And then there's the other ones who are saying, Hi. let's, uh, Let's, uh, let's make a, a global economy so that nobody has any huh. money, but they shall have nothing, but they'll huh. be happy because we're going to give them a little stipend uh. and they're going to be a happy, happy little um, uh, tame little mm. dogs and cat uh, animal creatures. So, uh, you know, like th there's a lot, there's a lot of behind of the behind of uh, the behind. So uh, we will how never, do you, huh. how do you, how do you balance huh. that out? Oh, we will never argue with you. Uh, let us give you a story. Yes, we like to use these stories that we have. Yes. Huh. We have many humans that we move with and they will tell us, uh, my spouse does this and that. And we will say it is wrong. It is not uh, correct or right that they do this, you see. Uh, they will say, ah, oh, my, uh, uh, my employee stole my money. And we will say, ah, that is uh, not right. Yes, he should not have done it, you see. Uh, a human can find all kinds of reasons uh, to stay in their negativity, uh, to stay in uh, uh, the blame of others for what it is that they are experiencing in their lives, you see. Uh, and what we have told these ones is, uh, you have launched the desire and now you must move into your love, you see. You must move into this place that you want uh, to manifest the desire that you are having, you see. And you are having a desire, you see. Uh, uh, you are wanting to justify uh, a little bit, yes? 
uh, your feeling no, towards I, these ones? No, absolutely not. Uh, what's the difference between what you're saying and the reality, so to speak? I know that it's mm. all illusion. It's all illusion. Okay. But we're seeing and we're hearing reports of these these people who are these elite people who are ruling the earth and ruling yes. us, who have mm. all these things. So it's not. It seems to me that. Huh. Not seeing this is not good either. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, we would, ah, uh, uh, we would respectfully, and it is respectfully disagree with you. You see, wherever you focus your consciousness, wherever you choose to allow truth or not, you see, it is what we have just spoke to you. Uh, one can always justify anything uh, by what is in front of them or what they are deeming as truth. You see, but it becomes truth as you agree to it, as you align to it, and as you focus upon it as the creator that you are, you see. If you choose to take your consciousness and focus your consciousness now, as you have seen this thing, we are not saying it is not true. Do not mistake us when we tell you we are not denying the truth that you are speaking. We are not. We are not calling you uh, not correct, you see. But what we are telling you is that as the creator, as the God that you are, you have a choice in where you choose to put your focus, you see. And that is the determining factor of what you draw into your experience and what the collective will draw to their experience. So choosing not to be triggered by all of them. Absolutely. Absolutely is what I am saying. Yes. Cheryl. Okay, thank you. I want to kind of uh, move away from the last two questions a couple in a ways. Uh, I have been in, involved in nutrition for a very long time, and something that uh, dropped in my lap, I like to say dropped, but uh, manifested, and I can see that all is good and exciting and uh, our desires are definitely at birth out of the contrast that exists, which is all exciting, is I've been involved with um, seals, harp seals, huh. but not even just harp seals, seals, uh, the Inuit. And it is my desire to better understand their messages for people. They are very giving of their oil and I guess the other question is how is it helping people I have a sense that it's helping people at a spiritual level to uh, with their mind um, and so yeah that, that's uh, kind of my questions around uh, uh, these animals that you are speaking of yes uh, are from the purest form of love you see uh, most of the animal kingdom is they are here as example, uh, we would tell you, uh, for humans uh, to realize. Uh, uh, this is perfect example even for our previous uh, woman that we have just spoken with, yes? Huh. Uh, many would uh, deem uh, uh, they see animals, yes, uh, they need to uh, attack to eat, yes? Uh, and then they uh, do it and they don't feel bad about it, you see. It is what they need to do uh, in order to survive, yes? Uh, and so this is example or uh, idea that we are giving you about living the life, yes, and not feeling guilty about the life one is living, yes, uh, and then uh, going back into the love state, you see, going back into being animal, uh, raising their uh, cubs or baby seals, uh, whatever it is that they do, you see. Uh, they are example uh, for us. Uh, to some degree, children are same, you see. Uh, someone grabs uh, something from them, they turn around and they whack them. And as human, we think, ah, that wasn't a nice thing to do. And we start training them early on uh, to be false, uh, to not let someone know them they have hurt you, uh, to not uh, be uh, in truth, uh, to not uh, move in a way that is uh, honorable to themselves, you see. Uh, and so to some degree, uh, uh, we would tell you that these creatures, and especially the ones you are talking about and their oils, you see, uh, this is an infusion of love uh, that they are giving, and it does have a profound effect upon the ones that receive it. Uh, make no mistake about it when you say, uh, we caught the little innuendo uh, where you said, it had, uh, you're, we're not sure we have correct word, uh, that it, you fell into it or it had fallen upon you somehow. I'll make no mistake about it. Uh, nothing falls 
into anything. Uh, you have created this experience. You have brought it to yourself. You are the creator of it, you see. Uh, and there's nothing uh, that is occurring in your experience that you have not in some way uh, contributed to. Is it okay if I ask a personal question? Absolutely. We love personal questions. Um, I mean, about myself. Yes. Huh. <laughs> um, I had surgery on my right leg on July 10th to repair a broken hip, femur, and whatever holds them together. Hmm. Uh, my attitude has been, it hasn't really bothered me that much. I just uh, was hmm. thinking that this happened, so now I have to do what I have to do to get my leg back. Uh, it's I can walk now. Without the use of the cane, I'm healing really quickly, but I do limp, uh, and I'm wanting to get back to normal hmm. yoga and such as that. And right now, with I didn't know if I could do it with the rod and the screws that are in the femur now and won't be removed. It goes from like my hip to above my knee. So at the moment, I'm doing exercises recommended by the physical therapist, and I'm alternating with my own with chair yoga that I was also doing before. Uh, and I think that is helping, but I just wondered if I'd be able to get all the way back. And I was also wondering if the accident was just carelessness on my part. Uh, there's a good chance that is it. Uh, or was there a soul bond involved? Huh. Huh. And may we ask you uh, of a personal question. Uh, uh, what have you learned uh, during your time uh, that you have been in uh, uh, recovery about self? I'm sorry, but the sound is cutting out. Uh, what is it uh, that you have learned uh, during the time that you have been uh, put down or, or needing to stay still uh, while you have been recovering? Uh, I don't know unless it's patience. I mean, I haven't, uh, I don't know of anything specific, but I thought it had happened probably for a reason and maybe was a soul bond, but I just didn't know. I was wondering what the reason was. Uh, and I don't care what it was. I just wondered what it was. <laughs> ha, ha. Uh, you are one uh, who has uh, is a go-go-goer, you see. And we are knowing uh, by this injury or this uh, accident uh, that occurred uh, that you have uh, found it quite difficult to sit still and to not do the activities or uh, functions that you were normally into, you see. Uh, and whether you know it or not, uh, has developed a, uh, a new sense of you, really, uh, that you are something other than just the things you used to do, you see. A deeper sense of self, uh, we would tell you. Are you in recognition of what it is we are telling you? Uh, right, I know that everything that happens teaches you something. And I just never am quite able to put my finger on what it's teaching me. Yes. Uh, uh, it appears that you are uh, uh, much more uh, uh, in appreciation and gratitude and that you are uh, very grateful uh, to have survived this accident, really. Uh, whenever a human is in a state of gratitude uh, and we can see it and feel it in you, uh, it is a very positive thing for your health, for your mind. Uh, and in this way, uh, you will recover, you see. You will become strong again. And you will realize that the benefit of the accident created a... Uh, we are looking, Robin searches for words, yes? For the thoughts we are giving her. Uh, uh, you will be changed by this, you see. Uh, you won't take things for granted. You are... Uh, uh, grateful, really, uh, and, and looking at life with new eyes, a new way, you see. And sometimes... Well, I realize, pardon? I realize also that it could have been a lot worse. Which Absolutely. Is why, you know, this is where the gratitude that. comes in. An you arm and a, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So I just was matter-of-fact about it and just trying to get... Uh, yes, uh, you are an example... You are a good example uh, to many, yes. Uh, you did not become downtrodden. Uh, you have taken it like a trooper, uh, we would tell you. Uh, and you are going to be better for this. Uh, and we will tell you, we will talk again, yes, someday. Uh, you are going to notice a difference in yourself when you are completely recovered. Uh, you are going to have a, uh, a newfound lease on life or a gratitude or a, a happiness, really, uh, that is much higher 
degree than what you had prior to the accident. Thank you. You're welcome. Steve. Yeah, yeah, hi. Um, thank you, uh, thank you for being here and joining us uh, for me to join. Oh, it's our pleasure um, uh, to be here. Take my question um, back to the conversation with uh, Cheryl's question about animals. Um, mm. We we have some dogs, and mm. we're um, very grateful to be in their presence. And mm. uh, I definitely can associate with uh, animals being a, I would say, a manifestation of, of love. Um, I'm often curious uh, if they have any concerns or if uh, there's any message to us uh, uh, that they'd like to express because um, I can think I know what uh, they're thinking, but I would like to know more. (laughs) That's that's my question. Uh, We would liken an animal, yes, somewhat to ourselves. Uh, They are in a high vibratory level, a high level of love, we would tell you. Uh, but as a human, uh, has, this has changed, as humans have changed, yes, uh, and the animals are now in the home, uh, they are uh, in tight company uh, with their masters, yes, uh, they can adopt uh, the emotions, we would tell you. Uh, Robin is saying uh, she's had many dogs and loves them. Uh, they had two uh, wire-haired vishlas, uh, just a new breed, a breed uh, that they had. Uh, they became very humanistic. Uh, they had uh, one acted a lot like her husband and the other acted a lot like her, you see. Uh, and so what we would tell you is uh, they are capable of absorbing, as you probably know, uh, the emotions of their masters. They can become angst uh, if they have a fretful owner, yes. Uh, they uh, can be very, uh, most all are loving, uh, no matter what, uh, whether they are mistreated or not, you see. Uh, but they do have this ability Uh, to absorb uh, some of the lower vibratory levels of humans, you see. Uh, They don't stay there. Uh, They move in out of it very quickly. Uh, But we do bring it to your attention. Uh, The home that you are providing uh, is one of a higher level vibration, we would tell you. Uh, Your animals are quite happy. uh, And they don't have a lot of uh, angst or these types of emotions. Uh, Robin is thinking and remembering uh, they have friends, yes? Uh, And some of the dogs uh, had to take the Valium or they had uh, emotional problems, you see. Uh, And one of the owners also uh, was this way, you see. Uh, So this, I don't know whether this answers your question or not, uh, but the more that they are in your company, uh, the more uh, human emotion they begin to exhibit you see, but they always stay in the high vibratory uh, of love, you see, even if they are mistreated, uh, there is no judgment, Uh, they may cower, they may remember, yes, Uh, but they will offer you a new chance, you see, they will trust you again and again and again, Uh, this is the beauty of a human, I mean of a dog, you see, Uh, they are not like human in this way where they uh, shut their emotions down and decide uh, that they are not going to uh, uh, love anymore. Uh, they are example, really, uh, for humans. Uh, uh, you know, every time you come home, they are wiggling and they are happy to see you. Uh, they are grateful uh, for all that they are receiving. And they are really example, uh, we feel, uh, for humans to uh, a depiction of love, really. If there was one thing I could do differently to, um, to improve their life from their points of view, Hmm. Uh, any recommendations? Hmm. They like to be in your bed? <laughs> Are they in your bed? Uh, uh, yeah, they, they like to be as close as they can. Uh, they like to be in, they want to be in that bed, you see, uh, at night. Yes, uh, it's very important to them. Uh, they like to be near you, you see. Uh, whether you are working, uh, whether you are playing, uh, whether you are in a tennis match, they like to lay by the side. Uh, they want to be where you are as often as they can. That would be their greatest desire. Excellent. Thank you. Shana. Are you there, Shana? Shana, we can't see you and... Um, hmm. Can't hear you. Athena, Sean is going to get the recording like everybody else. Would you have a message for her at this time? Ah, could you tell us who this one was? 
This one is the eldest of my three sisters, uh, much, much younger than I am. Ah. Is she in the one in the business meeting? I'm sorry? Is she the one who had the business meeting? No, no. Ah. Uh, that was Sherry Bennett. Uh, this is Shauna Dennis. Ah. She lived in Florida. Ah. Uh, we are... Uh... We are interested in her, Peter, uh, in speaking to her, uh, and we would like you to have her contact Robin, yes, uh, and we would do a, a private discussion with her uh, exclusively, and there would be no charge for it, you see. Uh, this would be uh, the best way that we would see uh, in having a conversation with her. Uh, we would rather discuss it with her personally, you see. Uh, we are uh, we are not always in favor, as we said, of these committees because oftentimes they are looking at something that is missing rather than something that is wanted. Although, yes, as we have said, in the missing of something, yes, a desire is created to want something. Uh, so it can be uh, a way or a, a probability of creating that which uh, you are wanting to do, you see. And when you refer to compassion, do you see a lack of compassion, that you are wanting to add compassion? Well, we see people on the street mm -hmm. um, malnourished and uh, dealing with mental illness and things like this. Mm. We would like to improve their lot. Yes. And we see that there are a number of people in a position to <clears throat> alleviate some of that suffering that do not take those steps. And yes. if we could somehow motivate them to do that, mm. we'd like to. Uh, uh, it is, Robin is saying, uh, in the Seattle area where she is from, it is uh, quite disturbing to see the number of people uh, who are without homes and living on the streets, you see. Uh, there are many shelters, uh, we would tell you, and she would tell you as well, that are not full, uh, that these ones uh, choose. Uh, they do not want to be uh, in this type of setting or under this type of control. Uh, many are uh, drug addicted, yes, uh, alcohol addicted, uh, and they are not allowed this practice if they are to use the uh, uh, homes or the places provided for the homeless there, you see. Uh, so it's difficult. Uh, uh, she said that they have a nice thing uh, here, and she has... Uh, participated in it. Uh, many of her friends have too, you see, even from the island. Uh, they all bake their favorite things, you see, uh, and then they go on certain days. They have added days uh, to the food banks uh, and where these wonderful baked goods are offered, where normally fresh things such as this nature would never be given uh, to homeless people. Uh, everything is usually canned goods or uh, uh, food made in a line, yes, uh, not much variety. Uh, and uh, one of her friends in particular became quite well known for her brownies, uh, and some of them would get quite angry if she did not bring enough uh, or uh, forgot to on a certain day. Uh, we would see this as a possible, we know it sounds insignificant, but uh, we would tell you that the poverty really and the lack that these ones live in, uh, it is not insignificant at all. It is uh, quite a treasure to them, really, to receive something that is uh, uh, special and uh, made specialty for them, yes? Uh, and if this was something that you could add or uh, it is everyone takes a day, uh, Robin had a certain day or her friend had a certain day, uh, Robin's speciality is the chocolate chip cookie. It is well known. Everyone wants it from her, yes? Um, this would be what she would add, you see. Uh, each person is asked to bring something that their family loves. Uh, and then know as they give it in their love uh, to those that are lacking, uh, that they have added uh, compassion and something wonderful uh, to these people's lives in that day, you see. I think I'll follow up with you on that in another session, but uh, I think we have time for maybe everyone else to ask another question. Elaine, would you like that really go? Unmute. Um, I would like to ask uh, from the hmm. current probabilities as they stand now in September 2021, 
could you give us uh, the highest probability in terms of an overview for the next two years, 2022 and 2023? Hmm. 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 Ah, we are uh, going to look at probabilities in the moment, you see. Uh, and they are ever-changing, depending on the thought processes and the desires and the uh, aligning to those desires uh, of the ones in the collective, uh, we would tell you. Uh, uh, you will uh, probably experience your pandemic uh, through the winter, yes? Uh, uh, and then maybe seeing some relief or break uh, come towards spring or early summer, you see. Uh, this is a process uh, that the uh, collective is in. Uh, uh, and we would also tell you, uh, and we are knowing, uh, Robin lives in this uh, state of Washington where it is quite strict. Uh, the masks are all implemented. Uh, but she would tell you that there is a huge amount of conflict here. Everyone is yelling at everyone. Uh, they are yelling at people that have not been vaccinated. They have no uh, compassion uh, for even friends that contract the illness because they have decided not to vaccinate. Uh, there is, uh, uh, you are yelled at uh, everywhere, yes, to stay away, get six feet away, uh, put your mask on. Uh, some don't believe, some, some do, yes. Uh, there, this type of uh, strife or conflict uh, is what is, is contributing to keeping it alive, we would tell you. Uh, and really what has happened, uh, and we know how this is a very uh, political or touchy so uh, subject. It is not one Robin even likes to approach. Uh, but we, again, will give you just a little bit of a story because we are storytellers. It helps, you see, to make you understand. Uh, Robin and her husband went out for a meal uh, and their little one uh, came along, their grandchild. Yes, he is about two. Uh, and he started to have a little fit, fit. He did not want to sit in his high chair, you see. Uh, and his mother, he said, I want to be on the mother's lap. I want to be on mommy's lap. Yes. And as she took him on her lap, he still was not happy. Uh, and then everyone was saying, well, how about I take him? And uh, her son said, well, maybe I take him. Yes. Take him outside. Show him something he likes. Uh, the whole table was uh, moving to correct it or to, to make him feel better, you see. And we were sitting in the background observing this whole thing, not saying anything. Yes. On the next day, uh, as we go over, because it is common practice uh, with Robin's children, they want to have this information from us, yes? Uh, we told them, as parent, they had an opportunity uh, to implement unity in that moment. And they were uh, puzzled a bit. And we said to them, uh, this little one needs to know that he is at a table with many people. It is not just about him. And even though he is two, he has some reasonability. And you need to ask him uh, what it is you want him to do. I would like you to sit in the high chair and to color, you see. And then if he cries, then he has another choice. I will take you outside and allow you to cry. And when you are done, I will offer you back to the chair to color, you see. Because we have a number of people at this table that are all wanting to enjoy. Yes, they all want to have their food. And this is what we need from you today. We need you to consider others in this exchange that we are having, you see. So it is, uh, it is a little bit of an example that has gone on in your world, you see, uh, that uh, everyone is moving for themselves. Nobody is considering the whole. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's telling everybody what to do, you see, but there's no unity. And in a way, you, you elected your government, you elected your president, whether you like him or not. Uh, somebody won, somebody lost. We're not determining uh, who got in as being right or wrong or otherwise, uh, but you had to accept it. You have to accept the leader that you were, that was voted on, you see. And really, uh, in this conflict that is going on uh, with this vaccination and these masks and the arguing, and it's adding really to the strife and, and uh, the lack of unity in your world, you see, your government has failed you. It is the government you have voted in. They should have called in all of their governors, yes, all of their experts. They should have had a grand meeting, and they should have voted on it and made a decision for the people, you see, so that they could be in unity, so that this fighting could stop. There has to be uh, somebody in charge of a child and of a nation. It is why you have leadership. It's why it's there. Many don't want to hear this. They, they don't want to be told what to do. They don't want uh, to feel as though they are being governed but yet you have a government. You have voted one in. You know that it is needed. And this is what we would tell you uh, uh, that we uh, see, yes, uh, that this leadership is all over the place. And so are the people. 
This is the result of it. And until this uh, becomes more unified, until there is some sense of everybody caring about everybody, everybody mattering, and not being right or wrong, uh, but coming to this place of uh, what is best for the whole. Uh, this kind of thing is going to continue, you see. It's not going to not ever end, but it is going on long than it would have to go on, longer, you see. Uh, that is what we would tell you. Uh, there are some changes that are coming into your world. Uh, your currency is changing. You are probably aware of it. Uh, you have all of these cryptocurrencies that are being uh, made, yes. Uh, the bankers are quite uh, edgy, yes. Uh, uh, Robin's sons are both uh, big advocates of this cryptocurrency. Uh, one of her sons, yes, is an investor, and uh, he wants to pull his money, yes, uh, from the banks and to invest in uh, these uh, other coins, yes. Uh, and it took uh, weeks, almost a month, to get his own money, you see. Uh, they are not ready for this influx or this withdrawal that many are making, and it is becoming uh, alarming. They are forming uh, committees and wanting lawsuits to stop uh, this Coinbase, to stop this Ethereum, to stop uh, many of these uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, and they are not going to stop, we would tell you. They may add some uh, governing, yes, uh, to the way that they are taxed so that they may track them better uh, because they want their money. Uh, that's what it boils down to. Uh, but you are going to see some changes, uh, and they are going to be big ones. But they don't have to be bad. We don't want you to press the panic button. We don't want you to think of everything as being uh, an invasion or a... Uh, uh, a nasty that is coming, you see. Because you, in your mind, you, as you being the creator, are the one that decides. Don't give your power away uh, to something that you hear someone saying just because you think you have to agree with it. It can be true. We're not saying it isn't true. But you, in your decision of what is true for you, are the creator. And that is where your focus needs to go, you see. Many are coming to this conclusion. Uh, they are waking up. They are knowing that they have a, uh, that they matter, that what you are thinking matters. We're telling you that, it does. It has great impact upon you and your world. Um, the more you know this, uh, the more you become self-actualized, the more you uh, uh, have these experiences that you experience as negative and then you get to be a master and you let them go. Yes, you let them go. And then you move over into here, into expecting. I know what that was. I know what I wanted by feeling negative. And now I'm going to go over here and feel good. And I'm going to watch myself as the creator bring it to myself. It's exciting, isn't it? I can feel you getting excited as I tell you it. This is the truth of what a God is. It's what you are, you see. Thank you. Cheryl, are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> Always excited. Thank you, Athena, for all of this um, information. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, again, just kind of go off into a different uh, scenario here. Mm -hmm. um, and this is kind of uh, opposites in some ways. There is a particular lady on our planet where many people question whether or not she's real or not. Uh, her name is Anastasia in Siberia. Uh, and so we have her uh, promoting the pristine origins of humanity, which is bringing a lot of people together in communities and unity. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, which I, which I observe uh, coming through uh, from the very governments, we are, are seeing at lack of uh, or leadership or not the, um, the lack of leadership in some ways, where they're speaking about human augmentation or uh, bio-digital as far as Canada goes or transhumanism. Uh, and I mm -hmm. find it fascinating that we have these two and would like you to uh, provide some information or knowledge on, uh, on both. Is Anastasia real would be my... Uh -huh. Uh, we would tell you, uh, and we have told many this, are we real in your mind? A 
thought you might say it that way. How do you feel? I just want your opinion. I'm asking you in truth. Uh, how do you feel about what you have heard here? How do you feel uh, about us? How do you feel about the way we are speaking and uh, 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 comparing us to Robin uh, when she was in a few minutes ago? Uh, do you feel as though you are getting any truth? Do you feel? Uh, how does your body feel, we are asking? Hmm. My body feels quite... Um... I'm going to say elevated huh. in a way that uh, there are answers, but no answers, because that's part of the excitement in living hmm. is not necessarily having that. It's the you know, it's experiences that matter. So we can have as many questions as we want, um, but the experience and the deeper knowing and understanding. So that's kind of where I sit with with any of what you say or questions? Uh, uh, The point or place uh, that we were going to with the question is that you as a creator, you as a God, yes, are equipped with this system of truth, of knowing, uh, of ability to sniff out when someone is hoodwinking you or not being truthful with you, uh, fraud or otherwise. And as I give you this uh, remembrance of self, what do you think of this one that you have asked of? Oh, I think she's. Uh, I think she's real. That's my huh. under, my feeling. Oh, then she is real. You see, because a human, and you are human, in God form. You are a God also. Yes, uh, you would know immediately if she was not. You see, it is the gift that you come to the earth plane with. Uh, uh, we know that there are some uh, in in this earthly world who do get hoodwinked, who are disconnected, yes, uh, from self, uh, and then they follow these ones uh, that perhaps are not uh, real or authentic, yes, but you are not one of those, you see. You are very connected uh, to self. Uh, You have good sense, uh, and so in this way, you have the ability uh, to determine whether someone is authentic or not, and you have deemed her as being, and we would agree with you, she is. Thank you. Hmm. And what is it, just the kind of the second part there, what is it about the move and shift and talking about the uh, part machine, part man? What is it about that? Uh, 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 We would tell you that uh, in your world, robots are becoming quite uh, uh, studied or advanced, yes? Uh, And that many of the jobs uh, that were being done uh, by people previously prior to COVID, yes, they're not coming back. Uh, People have decided to work from home. Uh, There are many other opportunities. Uh, We are knowing some in your world think it is because they are uh, exploiting the unemployment uh, that they are just uh, not having to go back to work yet. Uh, But we would tell you that many of them are becoming uh, more... uh, powered in self, yes, uh, more realizing that there are other things that they could do. Uh, Many of these uh, uh, laboring type jobs, uh, even in your fast food restaurants or anywhere where robots can be implemented, yes, uh, this may become more mainstream or these jobs may be filled by uh, these types of devices, you see. Uh, So you are asking, uh, is it possible and let us get question correct, yes, uh, that one could be half robot, half human. Is this what your question is? Yes, yes. It's kind of, you know, I can see how many people are, uh, I don't know if it's a good choice of words, in love with technology hmm. for all that technology has given us, even the parts of human, unite, you know, uniting yes. in, in a way that we couldn't before. So there's a lot of positives, but there seems to be this, uh, I guess you, you may say desire for, uh, and there must be a manifestation in some ways of, of our own people or of own humans here uh, to, to be able to augment, to be able to download masses of information into the mind, to connect mind with, um, with electronics or, or yes. with a hive mind or, um, but mm. anyway, yeah, so... Uh. Uh, We would agree, yes, uh, that this is a potentiality, yes. Uh, uh, And we would also tell you uh, uh, the mind is very similar uh, to computer. Uh, Most are already knowing, you see. Uh, It is like uh, when you get these strings of emotions and there is a strong reaction of anger or jealousy or whatever it might be, you see. Uh, It is simply uh, the mind uh, filing an experience that is similar to itself, yes. 
Uh, and in this way, the file grows bigger, yes? And the response is bigger. Uh, this is how it occurs. You understand, yes? Uh, so in this way, we would tell you, uh, we know we have this uh, idea, uh, humans have idea, uh, that this body uh, is so different from a robot. Uh, but we say, really, uh, look at us here right now. Uh, look at what we are doing. Yes, uh, we are using Robin. Uh, we are example of uh, uh, a consciousness uh, that is uh, using this body. Uh, yes, it is made out of uh, flesh and blood and bone, uh, but we are moving it like a robot, you see. We are controlling it uh, through our consciousness. It is, Robin would tell you uh, some of the expressions, uh, the way we move, yes, it's not her, yes, it's not her way, yeah? Uh, so in this way, uh, uh, if you could remove this, uh, this, we don't want to call it block, it is the word Robin has brought, uh, this idea uh, that you have that uh, it is so different, really, than what you really are, you see. Uh, we are a perfect example of... Uh, 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 what consciousness can do, you see. And why couldn't you blend it with body and mechanic? Why not, you see? Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I tend to believe that extraterrestrials are already living among us and have been for some time. And uh, I was wondering about cloud, the computer storage area, huh. and also the men in black. Hmm. And I was wondering if both of those are, in, in fact, extraterrestrials who are giving input to those who are running these things. Because personally, I don't think that the humans have the knowledge to do what's going on right now with hmm. all the technology that the, uh. the cloud in particular, but I could be wrong, I don't know. Uh, uh, it is a, a, a grand world uh, that you are living in, and it has advanced at a rapid rate, uh, especially over the past even three to five years, you see. Uh, uh, and as you say, you are thinking, yes, that aliens are living among you. Uh, uh, we would not deny that your government is interacting with uh, this uh, intelligence, yes, uh, and that they are maybe... Uh, uh, some that come and go, yes. Uh, but we do not uh, align to the idea uh, that they are working in your factories or uh, uh, necessarily living in your building down the street, yes. It is uh, uh, more of a, uh, uh, a visit or an agreed-upon exchange, uh, we would tell you. Uh, some will visit as we are visiting, uh, by communicating through uh, human form, yes? Uh, and in this way, uh, perhaps you are correct when you say they are walking among you. Some do take the body of a human. They are able to do what we are doing, yes? Uh, and in this way, uh, perhaps the one uh, that they have occupied is stepping aside and allowing them to do so. Uh, this is uh, also a possibility. Uh, but the, to be upon the earth plane, uh, you do need the human device. You do need the, uh, the breather. Yes, uh, we are uh, using Robin. You see, uh, our consciousness has, we call it merged. Uh, she said it is quite fascinating. She doesn't understand it. Uh, it's been uh, only five, six months. It's not been that long. Uh, she'll get on her spin bike and we will be just riding the bike. Yes, but yet she will still feel like Robin, you know, and uh, she can't even have her son in the room. She's embarrassed uh, what we are doing. Yes, uh, she looks like a crazy person. She, we love to exercise. We like to feel it. Yes. Uh, so we are, uh, we told uh, Robin, uh, what we have done with her is a bit different uh, than some other channelers. Uh, we do not go in and out. We are merged. Uh, we don't interfere with Robin in Robin's life uh, if she wants her private time uh, or her uh, privacy, yes. Uh, we are not intruding upon that. Uh, but our consciousness, uh, we are doing with her, it is the way we would communicate uh, in the plane or place that we are in non-physical. Uh, it is called merging, you see. Uh, and it is, uh, she's experiencing herself and us, you see. And we are experiencing ourself and her, you see.
Uh, that is how we would describe it to you. It is uh, a form of merging or connection in this way. Uh, and so uh, she can feel us doing our uh, body movements, and then we can feel her uh, in the way that she is. And she, at first, uh, was puzzled. Uh, she could be in tennis uh, talking to her friends, yes. And once in a while, we would crinkle as she would smile. And she's like, not now. I don't want you right now, yes, uh, when I'm in front of these people. Uh, but this is how intertwined or connected uh, we are to her uh, was her desire uh, uh, as she knew uh, that she was being approached uh, made perfectly clear that we must be of, uh, uh, of a help and of the highest uh, uh, wisdom, uh, knowledge, and uh, intent uh, is a, a, a desire that she had, yes, and we are upholding of that. There is never a time where she cannot stop us, where we are not honoring of another, uh, where we are, uh, if we were told to leave and not come back, that we would not uh, uh, leave. Uh, we would do as we were asked. We are honoring of her, you see. Uh, so uh, we hope this is of answer to your question. Thank you so much. Yeah, and Steve, the final one to you. I, uh, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> just even though those uh, dogs want to be as close as they can to us, they also need to go pee every once in a while. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I had another question, I guess. Uh, manifesting one's uh, reality or, or way that they are. I, I work in a lot of uh, refugee settings and places where people are, are in a bad situation mm. and I would say born into it. Mm. Um, I, I'm reminded of uh, South Sudan, for instance, where mm. um, if somebody has five or six children, mm. uh, probably one or two of them doesn't, uh, doesn't get past five years even. Um, it, mortality rates are big, life expectancy low, and it's just the, the setting that people um, are found into mm. an opportunity to manifest a better situation. It, it is very harsh yes. and hard. Um, mm. how, how can people there um, mm. yeah, elevate their situation or manifest a, a better way? Mm. Um, uh, we, yeah. are, we are wanting to... Uh, we are wanting to story tell you again. Uh, we moved with a woman, yes. Uh, Robin has known her for many years. Uh, she has suffered a great deal in her life. Uh, she has the uh, twisted arth uh, rheumatism or arthritis, yes. Uh, and she has been in search her whole life uh, to discover or to figure out what is it I have done? Uh, what kind of resistance is in my body? Uh, why have I uh, gotten myself this manifestation that I do not want, you see? Uh, and uh, she was quite surprised as we uh, lowered our head to her in our reverence and in our gratitude uh, for the suffering she offered the world, you see. Uh, because in her suffering is born wellness, is her desire, her search, her uh, call to be better, to be healthy, to be well, as she aligns to it, and she does align to it quite often, uh, she is not one to complain. Uh, she is uh, a giving and kind and wonderful person outside of what she is dealing with, you see. Uh, and it brought her to tears. Uh, it was as though a uh, 55 or 60-year-old year quest of why this happened to me or why did I choose it, uh, where she realized she did choose it. Uh, she came to this earth plane to, through her suffering, uh, to raise the desire for wellness, you see. And we would tell you that any of these catastrophes that have occurred in your world are sane. Uh, these humans have known, uh, maybe not in their human form, but that through their suffering, that something else is born, and it is a huge desire for something better. And in uh, the high vibratory levels uh, of where their non-physical being is, where they are, the greater part of themselves, they become it, you see. They are expanded in a positive way because of it. Uh, and so you say, uh, what can you do? Uh, you can be in reverence of these ones and you can, don't feel sorry, don't feel pity, feel gratitude, feel grace, uh, reverence, uh, respect, uh, in the knowing that they knew what they were doing. 
Uh, we know this is a difficult concept for humans to absorb and to accept, but it is uh, for you, as we have spoke with the other member of your uh, group that is here today, to decide, really, in your wisdom, whether what we have just spoken to you is the truth or not. You have that ability, and that is what we would advise you to do. Would it be fair to say that the other aspect of that is that a person who is suffering is, in many cases, bringing an opportunity to those around that person to react in various ways, compassionate, helpful, whatever. Uh, uh, then we would say to that, that that would be the experience of those that are separate or around that one. He is not the creator of another's experience. He is here on his own accord, on his own mission. And if it happens to align with another one who has a mission of something that they are needing uh, to grow in or to learn by, and they are in uh, union or relationship with this one uh, for this reason, then that would be a possibility, you see. Uh, watching the clock here as the referee-in-chief. Hmm. Uh, I think we're going to have to draw this to an ending. Huh. Uh, Athena, would you have a final comment for anybody? Uh, yes. Uh, we have enjoyed this interaction. Uh, we know that we have touched on a number of topics. Uh, we are most grateful uh, 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 for the woman, yes, uh, who brought forth uh, uh, a little bit of a sparky uh, conversation on... Uh, 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 that gave us an opportunity, really, uh, to go deeper, yes. Uh, we are grateful to your son also uh, in his uh, openness, really. Uh, we know this is a new uh, avenue, perhaps, for him, uh, and that he has been able to uh, receive us uh, in the manner that he has, you see. Uh, everyone had uh, great questions. Uh, we enjoyed this very much. Uh, we, uh, as we said, Robin is new to this type of arrangement. She has done uh, many private sessions uh, finds them to go at ease. Uh, and this uh, went quite well, she is feeling. Uh, she was not sure uh, what to expect, but you are a panel of uh, uh, informed, uh, wise, and uh, we are grateful, uh, really, uh, to have been honored by your company today. Well, thank you very much. Um, we also, I think, feel honored. And I think uh, most of us would agree that when you were answering one person's question, much of what you were saying applied to almost everybody else, if not everyone else. Mm. Um, yeah, we appreciate your messages very much. Thank you for that. We look forward to further transmissions. Ah, likewise. And blessings to you. Good day. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you guys hang around for a while if you wish. If you have to get going, that's fine. Robin's back. I'm back, yep. Yeah, you're one of the fastest among the 42 channelers I'm working with to just go in and out like that. They're living in here, Peter. <laughs> if I yawn, they yawn. That's how it goes. It's just really weird. <laughs> yeah, I think there's about five others out of the 42 now that are equally quick. But uh, that is exceptional. There's people like um, Daryl Lanka and Morris who have been doing this for 30 years and... Uh, you know, it takes them the better part of, I don't know, three or five minutes before their beings will come through. Mm -hmm. Looks like Shauna's trying to get back in here. Okay. Shauna, we see you trying to connect. And it looks like you didn't. I don't know. Can you hear us, Shauna? Oh, there she is. Uh, you're uh, muted. We can't hear you. I'm going to run everyone. I got to go to a garden project, a bit of group community thing. So I'm going to say, uh, say goodbye. And I thank you very much, Robin. Thank, thank you. you for the invite. Yeah. Thank, thanks for being here, thank Carol. You. And uh, thanks to everybody. You know, you all contributed greatly to this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Shauna, you uh, will get the recording, I guess, and you can uh, hear it. Anyways. Um, Robin, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, okay. Maybe you and I should have a quick word. And, okay. Uh, I don't know if I can physically do this, uh, kick all the rest of you. I don't 